0: Hello, partners. In the last couple episodes, we've talked about why are you here? What is your why? What are the beliefs and statements you're telling yourself versus what is reality? Where are we? What's our 20? But now we got to talk about our values, why this is all important to us. Stay with me. You are a warrior. You are the very best your nation has to offer. They're asking you to lead. Five. We need a bear catch. It's up to us. So 133, I need somebody who's got a visual where the shooter is. You must be sound in mind, body, and spirit. 42, where is the officer down? I have a rescue helicopter that wants to land and help. This is the podcast that will make you the one. Copy running eastbound. The one that will bring everyone back. Troubling, we have shots fired, shots fired. Give me back up now. Because no one else is coming. we have an officer shot, an officer shot, 100 block of East Street. Suspect is down, suspect is down. This is The Squad Room. Uh, good morning everybody, well, morning my time, hello, welcome back to The Squad Room. I'm your host Garrett Slaw. I'm an active duty patrol sergeant. Actually I'm not even a patrol sergeant anymore, I'm a desk jockey now. Not sure how I feel about that. Anyway, I am a sergeant. I still work. I get a paycheck uh, for a sheriff's department in Southern California. And on the show, we've been talking a lot recently about our badges, the badges we carry with us in life, not just the ones on our chest, but our beliefs, actions, discipline, goals, emotions, and our service. And how if we take care of all of those things together, all six of those points of that in my case, star that I wear on my, on my chest. If we take care of those six aspects of our lives, it seems to, in my experience, take care of everything else. And we're not perfect in a, all these ways in, at all times, but really, even before I introduced this concept in the show recently, uh, every episode of the show has served that idea in one way or another. We take care of our beliefs, the things we tell ourselves, the things we think to ourselves, we take care of our actions, the things we do out in public and how our actions need to align with our beliefs. The discipline of uh, your, your, your training plan in life, both your physicality, but also your mental preparation, your emotional preparation, uh, your tactical uh, discipline, your goals, what are you trying to do in your career? What are you trying to do every day you go to work? You should have a goal. And what is that path and how's that look? Call that the front sight focus. How do we keep control of our emotions? So much of what we do is related to our emotions, good or bad, and our emotions dictate uh, oftentimes our beliefs if we let them. So if we're self-aware and we are aware of these things happening, then we can actually control our emotions, which control our beliefs, our beliefs, inform our actions, and so on and so forth. And of course, service, we're all here because we want to serve others. We want to serve our communities, our families, our kids, our wives, our spouses, our husbands, whatever. We want to serve them, and this is about our legacy, And so how are we serving those people? And how are we serving the people who serve us? I think we get more when we serve others. And I think that's one of the the secrets of this job is that we really, we get more from it than we give. And I know that might sound altruistic, but I don't care. I have gotten more from this job than it's taken from me. So that's the idea of badges in a quick breath, literally a quick breath. And, yeah, I'm hopped up on a whole lot of coffee today, but I'm also excited to talk about this topic because it is such an important one, and it's one of the last things we talk about when we're going through the B's of badges, beliefs. If you're following along with these briefing topics, they all have a theme in uh, the last couple of weeks have all been about beliefs, and next we're going to be talking about actions. So today, we're going to talk about creating your own oath. Anyone who's worn that badge and that gun on the hip has sworn an oath of some sort in their career usually at the very beginning to uh, subscribe to a certain set of beliefs and a certain set of actions now these things have been called uh, a code of conduct or uh, your ethos whatever you want to call it I like to call it create my oath and that we're creating my oath because it's something to me that is proactive an ethos and a code of conduct are a bit reactive to me and it literally is just semantics so yeah you can call it whatever you want but to me I like the idea of creating it, uh, creating an oath, a personal oath, something that I can recite as if my sheriff was right in front of me again with my right hand raised and me swearing allegiance to certain protocols, certain behaviors, certain beliefs that I will subscribe to, things that I will support, things that I won't support, things that I will defend, and the things that I will defend them against. So this really is about a statement of what you believe but also what you're willing to do and how you will live your life. Again, code of conduct, ethos, whatever you want to call it. But for for my purposes and for the way I like to think of it, I like to think of it as an oath. It's So like my oath, the one I took and the one most of us took, said something to the effect of support, as an example, not the whole thing, but I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the State of California against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That's a pretty common Uh, part of any oath these days for a sworn officer. So it's talking about these proactive words of expectation of future behavior. And I think that's great. But why is that important? Well, we've talked about the importance of knowing where you are. You can go back and listen to the briefing topic recently on what's your 20, right? Knowing your A point, where are you? You can't get to where you want to go without knowing where you're coming from. And whether you're coming from the east side of town and need to go to the west side determines your path versus if you were coming from the south side of town and you need to get to the other side of town. It all depends. It's all relative on where you are right now. You have to meet yourself where you're at. You have to meet other people where they're at. You can't meet them where you want them to be. Getting off topic there. But anyway, you you can't get to where you want to go if you don't know where you are. You have to know you're 20. Here's an easy example of why these values are important. And that's what an oath is. Really, it's a subscription to a set of values. And I'm going to help you walk through what those values are in just a minute and give you some examples and some ideas of how you can identify the examples or the values that are important to you. But here's a reason or an analogy or a metaphor really about why, why it's important to identify your values. Say I'm in Los Angeles and I want to get to San Francisco. Why these days I want to go to San Francisco. I'm not quite sure, but I want to get to San Francisco. Well, I need to know how to get from point A to point B, from Los Angeles to San Francisco. So how I get there depends on the path I choose. And your oath identifies your priorities. So my priority is to, if my priority is to get there fast, I'm going to fly. But I also have questions within that determination of that I'm going to fly and take an airplane because it's faster. Well, should I leave out of LAX or should I leave out of Burbank or maybe Long Beach? Should I rent a private jet? If my ultimate goal is to get there fast and on my time, maybe my goal is to rent a private jet because it's certainly going to be the fastest. Well, what if my priority is to get there in the cheapest way possible? Well, that's certainly going to require that I drive. And I'm going to drive up the I-5 most likely because it's the easiest and fastest way to get there. But what if my priority from getting to Los Angeles to San Francisco is to just enjoy the journey, Experience experience it as an adventure? Well, then I'm going to take the scenic route. And I'm going to drive up the PCH through Santa Cruz and Half Moon Bay. And I'm going to take a long time to get there. Or maybe I'm going to take the train. Because here in California, the train runs right along the coast and it's beautiful. I got mountains on the right side of me, and I've got ocean off on the left. My goals dictate my path. Right? And your values will do the same thing for you. Your values will tell you which way you want to go. If I value my finances for example that's not really a value it's more of a preference but as an example in this in this metaphor if i value my finances or saving money i'm not going to rent a private jet because i have priorities and values that are higher up on that list than my time so you must have a firm grasp of what you will or will not do to achieve your goal my goal is to get to san francisco but i'm certainly not going to steal a car to get there that is against my values Our oath sets the same expectations for our future behavior and our mindset. It sets up a perimeter in our heads around who we want to be versus who we don't want to be. Begin uh, this, and this is how you begin. Brainstorm some of the values that are important to you. There's a lot of them. And at the end of this episode here in a little bit, I'll tell you how to get my list of the top 36 potential values that you can choose from. And I'll give you a little exercise on how to identify them. But if 36, that's a lot. And some of them overlap, and that's kind of intentional. But you might have family. That might be a number one value for most of you, or many of you. But here's a here's a key point, too. If it's not, that's okay. It has to be relative to you. And for some of you, you have a family that you've disconnected with, family uh, that you, you don't have your uh, own kids yet or a wife, and maybe... You're distant from your family and family is not a priority. That's okay. I think a lot of people have an intense desire or feel like they need or obligation to list family. But it's common for most of us that family is going to be up there. Family. You might value health. Maybe your professionalism, your finances, your um, your role as a coach or mentor. Um, you might value uh, positivity or, or positive outlook. You might value your role as a husband or a wife you might value your role as a parent um you know for the family alone you could go through husband wife parent sibling son daughter um uh, these sorts of things but then you get into other things like courage and do you value is is courage potentially a value or maybe self-reliance or perhaps uh uh discipline or uh honesty, or freedom, or you value your integrity, or justice, or health, or continuing to seek knowledge, or you value power, the ability to lead and direct and control, or you value creativity, or uh, or, or love, or loyalty. That's a common one for us too, right? So anyway, there's a whole list of these things and it's not, you don't have to follow my list Uh, create a list of your own, the things that are important to you, the people that are important to you, and then translate those into value statements, the things you believe in. And what I find helpful is to write it out as a word and then define that for yourself. And it can be the definition you pull up on Google or whatever, but also it can be your own. And then identify the mindset it takes to achieve that value. And then the skill set within that that relates to that value. And full disclosure here on this little bit this whole identify the word and then mindset and skill set I got to give props to Ryan Mickler of the Order of Man podcast for this part. I learned this from him. Um but it's really valuable. And the first time I went through an exercise, I didn't define the words quite as much and I let the 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 process i was going through to find the words and i didn't like it as much but when i took the words and redefined them as my own and then i added his idea of adding the mindset and skill set related to that i found this was really helpful so maybe you value resilience as one or you value recognition you want to be recognized for uh the things you've accomplished and feeling a sense of importance. That's okay. That that sounds um, egotistical maybe, but it's not. It's okay. It's okay to feel that and value that. And If if that's what drives you to do good work, then that's fine. But identify the things that, that motivate you, and then you need to look at what your goals are. And we'll talk more about goals under the EG. But just roughly, what are your goals? And do they align with your values? And you might find that your values are, you're probably going to find, I'd be willing to bet that your values are more important than your goals and your goals will become more clear when they align with your values. The the goals you have that don't align with your values, you're probably going to eventually cross off the list. They're probably not that important to you. Uh, so here's what I want to offer everybody. Okay. If you're listening to this and you're trying to make heads or tails of the idea of creating your own oath, you can text my oath all one word, M-Y-O-A-T-H, to 44222. And you'll give me your email address in that text, and I will send you a PDF of the 39 values that I think are the most common and how you can uh, use these as a template to identify what your values are. This process is incredibly difficult and cumbersome. It is not easy, and and if you think it's easy, Or if you think it should be easy, you're probably wrong because there's so many things in our head that we can consider a value. But we need to identify like the top three to five at most. And then we can form our oath from there. And then your oath becomes a written record of the statement. And use proactive language when you write it out. And a couple of tips for this. Once you've identified what your values are, these single words, add your own definition to it. Then add, again, that mindset statement and then a skill set list. And it has to be just one or two things, the skills that come with it. So for example, one of my values is courage. And it's the strength to act in the face of fear. All right? Well, one of the one of the skill sets I have for that is what is called fear setting. And that's a whole other topic, but it's something Tim Ferriss did a whole TED Talk on, and I will link that in the notes here. Uh, but I just list fear setting as a skill set. Also, acting courageous makes you courageous. It's one of the things you can't fake. You can't fake courage. The minute you act courageous, you become courageous. So setting uh, fear setting and then acting courageous are two of the things that I do to fulfill my value of displaying courage. So Anyway, if you text my oath to 44222, give me your email list or mail, give me your uh, email address. I will send this to you uh, in a PDF form and it will help you walk through how to do these things. So identify the word, then you define it, add the mindset you feel is related to it and the skill set you feel is required. And then you can translate these different things into a oath statement, a short paragraph of the things you value, why you value them and, and, uh, and what you're going to do to further it. The last part of that is to use current language. Don't say, I will be disciplined in thought and deed, as an example. You say, I am disciplined in thought and deed. Using that expectant language uh, in the present tense really changes the mindset, I think, of what we expect from ourselves. When I am disciplined, that doesn't give me any slack to start tomorrow. When I say I will be disciplined, that could be defined as any time in the future, right? So uh, if you missed this and you don't get the PDF or you don't want to send that, uh, send your uh, email address in on that, whatever. I get it. Email me Garrett two R's two T's at the Squadroom dot net, and I'll send it over to you as an attachment, and uh, go from there. If you have any questions about it, hit me up at the same address or on Instagram at the Squadroom. And uh, until next time. Take care of each other and stay safe.